We are the family of God. Striving to be holy. We are the people of God. And we are ready to receive our King. Oh, oh, oh. Seven After Seven podcast. I'm your host, Brother Chris Stevens, and I'm Brother Joshua Williams. And we come to you about two weeks since our last episode. Uh, <clears throat> starting off as we always do with what we've been up to. So here at the Avenue G Church of Christ, uh, we've been up to many different things over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, we have. Uh, we had, for instance, our first annual Avenue G Church of Christ picnic yes and so how we did that was we we made sure as we mentioned earlier that everybody came casually dressed mm -hmm. and it happened everybody was in in their avenue g church of christ shirts well not everybody but most of them were yeah um and we went out to the park we ate good and we had a good time folks playing dominoes kids getting wet at the splash pad it was all around good time. Uh, that that was something special, uh, I believe, and a lot of people said they had a good time. What do you think? I think it was a very fun experience for everybody, especially us here at the Avenue G Church of Christ. It was it was it was it was very fun. We even had the um, there was a skateboard park yeah out yeah. there that uh, tried to ride Isaiah's bike around because he had the sports bike, but. Couldn't do it. I, I, my mind told me I can do any trick on that bike that I wanted to do. Yeah. Go up the ramps and go down the ramps, but no, nah, I couldn't do it. So you weren't like the uh, the engine that could. No, yeah. You yeah. thought you could, but you I could. Could. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah, I also tried to ride up, and I could, I could barely make it up the hill, yeah. let alone go down. I didn't try to go down. But uh, it was fun, though, just being with everybody uh, around there at the church and everybody getting to see each other. In a different light, you know, to get a yeah. chance to spend time with people who hadn't, they hadn't, would normally spend time with outside of the four walls of, of the church. Yeah. Get to see them in a different light. Get to see them uh, in their, I guess, real personality. Yeah. I mean, we we just wanted everybody to be comfortable. Yeah. And shoot, we even threw on some Frankie Beverly and Mays there. <laughs> um, so it, we had a good time uh, relaxing with each other and just. Enjoy each other's company. That was something special, and I hope that we could uh, continue that trend uh, into next year. If you want to see pictures of that, you can go to our Facebook page. Just do a search for Avenue G Church of Christ, and we have the pictures there as well. Now, we also just had our first annual lock-in, church lock-in with the youth. I thought it was semi-annual. It's not twice a year. <laughs> it's without being twice a year thing. It was so fun 
that the uh, our teenagers they actually requested it to be twice a month. They tried to get it to be a monthly thing. I said, yeah. no, no, indeed, I am still trying to recover from the rest that I lost from that lock in. But nonetheless, it was super fun for the kids. The kids all had a good time. Uh, myself and uh, Tia, my wife, and my sister-in-law Dila, uh, we all were here all night, and. We made it happen, man. We made it happen. Sister uh, Tara Stevens came out and helped us out for a little bit as well. We made it happen. It was a fun experience. We had over about 20 kids here with us. Um, man, it was, it was fun. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. They got a lot of energy. Yeah. If only they could sell that energy. Yes. That would be nice. You could buy it in a bottle. <laughs> Sounds like a nice horror movie. Yes. Take, take the energy from kids, sap them of all their strength and their energy. I know. Hopefully next year we'll, we'll expound upon it and build upon it as well. I'm thinking about keeping it around the same time frame by the, the weekend before school, but I may do something different with that as well. But we want to continue, continue continue to have a what we call a theme for the, yeah. the sleepover. This year's theme was uh, preparing for our seven-hour journey. Mm-hmm. And it was in telling about the young people about the seven hours they'll be at school uh, we were hiring them prepared uh, for different things, uh, especially with different age groups. You know, we wanted our teenagers to uh, be able to avoid distractions for seven hours. We wanted our uh, young men to uh, be able to continue to be leaders for those seven hours. And our young girls, we wanted them to see that uh, they can be incredible people, uh, being an incredible me. That was the theme. So. For, for their classes. So we, we, we taught them a lot and then we had some fun. We had a karaoke competition and that lasted most of the night, which I didn't think was going to last that long, but everybody participated. Everybody wanted to keep going up, yeah. keep going up. We had to finally just say, oh, that's enough. Then we had some good old fashioned s'mores. Well, that's uh, some cool. outdoor s'mores. That was good. Yeah. It, it, it builds their uh, relationship with each other to yeah. where they can have lasting. Uh, friendships and brotherhood uh, yes. that last well into adulthood. Uh, we started off very much with uh, <clears throat> with relationships like that with some of the members that are still here today. Yes. And if it weren't for the youth events that we had uh, then, I don't know if they would all be here. Uh, you know, they're members as adults of the church today, and their children are here today. Yeah. So it, that'll help propel uh, Avenue G into the future. Um, speaking of future, uh, we were discussing, or we had down for a topic, uh, another topic that I had was an article I read, um, and that involves kids, which we know that they are both the future and the present. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a, there was a woman from California, and I just thought this was great news, because last, last time we spoke with our audience, we just simply talked about, you know, whole bunch of bad stuff and things that's down, bring people down and want to be disgusted with society. But um, I want to bring a story that would, it's uplifting news, we'll call it that. Gotcha. There, There's a woman from California who took it upon herself to buy backpacks for an entire school. Right. And that is, you know, sometimes we hear about people just, you know, I'll, I'll buy pencils for this classroom. Yeah. But this lady, she bought all the school supplies for every child in this school. And it, it happened here in Texas in Rosebud. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, this lady, she chose to remain anonymous. And so that just shows you that she didn't do it for the publicity. She didn't do it so somebody can come pat her on the back. But she just did it out of the kindness of her heart. And I think that that's great and uplifting news to uh, see in comparison to what we talked about last week. Uh, but that was good to see. Yeah, the article said that um, she helped, I think, one teacher in one particular class mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. And then this year, she, uh, the teacher said she was surprised when she was contacted again. And the uh, lady asked her, uh, what supplies do you, you know, what can I do for the entire school? Yeah. She wanted to help the entire school. So that was, that's always a blessing, man, when you can get that kind of help from uh, an anonymous person, somebody yeah. who's not trying to do that, like you said, for a show, to be yeah. seen or to be I, I credited for anything. It's like next level giving. Like yeah. when you can give like that, not expect anything in return. You don't have to put your name all over the backpacks and uh, and and just make it a publicity stunt. She just gave out of the kindness of her heart, and that's that. Was, I thought that was special. You know, I think I think that what God expects of us as Christians. You know, when we talk about giving, giving is a part of uh, what we do in our worship service. But giving is is worship itself. You know? mm-hmm. uh, God expects us to, to, to sacrifice. To, yeah, sacrifice. You yeah. know. And be anonymous about it. Don't be doing it for a show. You know, there's the Bible talks about uh, many times, uh, I think it was the people who pray for show, people who just went yeah. out to try to teach just to be on the show. Uh, so, man, God wants us to, man, that'll be, man, we can learn how to do that as Christians. Yeah. How to give anonymously by sacrificing everything. Not just and for the benefit of someone else. Exactly, for the benefit of other people. And God be glorified through it yeah. all, not us, not giving credit to Josh for anything that Josh does. You know, I should have a man said that I want to do something. I don't care for people to know that I'm doing this. I only want to glorify God in what I do and how yeah. I do it and what it is that's being done. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's just, right. that right there is, is positive publicity. Yes. And then on the other hand, you have negative publicity. Yeah. And that's what our next topic is. Uh, there's a lot of negative publicity out there for a lot of people who are in uh, the limelight or who are stars. Yeah. One such person is Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. I love that guy. I do too. Yeah. He, he's an awesome football player. Um, Not just any football player. He's the running back for, for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. Yes. The football team. America's team. America's team, yeah. <laughs> and... He was allegedly beating up his girlfriend. It's not been proven, uh, but there's some negativity behind his name. Mm-hmm. And the question that I pose in this topic of the show is, is it okay or should we support people who break laws or against God or against break laws of the land? Mm-hmm. Now, maybe, maybe Zeke wasn't the best example, but what about someone, say... Like R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in the news for uh, allegedly kidnapping. And he's always <laughs> been a part of some type of abuse of young women. Yeah, yeah scandals. Scandal a young girl, now, you know. But you know what? When he opens his mouth up to sing, everybody forgets everything that he's done. <laughs> everything. You know? That's a good question. That's a very valid question that you put on the table. And it's one that 
even sometimes make you make you think about the scripture that says don't be unequally yoked. Yeah. Uh, but you know, well, see, that that right there is what I'm asking. If we if we turn on, I believe I can fly, hmm. and we inspire the world with those lyrics and that melodic voice, are we yoked to him? I think that that's a valid question. Or if, let's say, for instance, what if what if Zeke is guilty? You know, Should you continue to cheer for him as he yeah. runs the football. Exactly. That's 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 hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. But at the end of the day, we have to do what uh, God would want us to do. You know, yeah. I think that God would want us to be in prayer for these people. God would want yeah. us to, uh, I would say, show support, but continue to show love. Yeah. Um, but well, how do you separate support from love? And I don't know. <laughs> there, there's two people on both sides of the extreme. Because yeah. there's some people who say, well, why do you cheer for him? Or why do you listen to his music? Yeah. And I just tell them, hey, it's freaking R. Kelly. <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> the man's amazing. Man can sing. <laughs> he can write songs, too. Yeah. But, but no, seriously, they're going to tell you either not support him or it doesn't matter. But those same people who will go to the extreme of saying don't support this man they'll still celebrate companies they'll still go shop at say for instance Walmart or somebody yeah. who will fly the uh, the rainbow flag mm-hmm. right and they'll still spend their money at Walmart man I don't know let me say this that's a lot because that's a lot you can put into that you, you can lot you can say well, why are you supporting this and this person did this? Why are you supporting this person? This person did this. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot that that question is very broad because it can cover so many different situations. Yeah. I was just thinking about it now. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie Founder. You, you see, have you seen the movie Founder? No, I haven't McDonald's? seen it. Oh, I heard about it. I haven't seen it's it. It's on Netflix. I what about tell you a little bit about it. He's well, a pretty bad guy. Well, the McDonald brothers found it. McDonald's, of course, mm-hmm. but there was this one ambitious uh, businessman mm-hmm. that uh, took them under his, well, they kind of contracted something together to where this man was going to start franchise and help them franchise McDonald's right. uh, and, and grow it. Well, he started his own franchise first and started helping other people get franchises in different cities, different places and locations. Um and then, at some point, greed snuck in. Mm. At some point, the, somebody in his ear over here, somebody else in his ear over here, and it ended up being to where he ends up taking over the entire company. Mm. He ends up taking so over he McDonald's. He cheated those brothers out of a, out of a deal, and I mean, it, it's, and it kept the name. It kept the name. It made me feel so bad because I I wasn't expecting that from that movie. I was expecting to see. The history of McDonald's, how it got started, how they became so successful. But man, those brothers got cheated. Mm. It was a real dirty move. So I'm thinking, now that we got this question posed on the table, should I even eat at McDonald's? Because <laughs> that was dirty. I think. That was dirty. Really, though, it might just boil down to, to where your conscience is. It has to. Because do we find, can we think of any biblical example to where oh, oh I know one uh, whenever uh, I think it's first or second Corinthians or as someone likes to say one or two Corinthians 
<laughs> where they talk about eating the meat from sacrifices uh -huh. made to false gods. If, if it's not a sin for them to eat the meat, that doesn't mean that they're worshiping those false gods. Yeah. So maybe I can listen to some step in the name of love. Uh, and, and I get it, you know, because if that's the case, you know, we shouldn't support, you know, we don't know the lives and of no one who made the things that we wear. Yeah. We don't know the lives of the, the people. Or even diamonds. Yeah, you know, we buy those things. We purchase a lot of things. We don't know the lives of those people. But guess what? Our money that we purchase a product supports them. Supports them. Yeah. Or like people who, you got those people who are like pro-homosexual marriage and such. And then Chick-fil-A speaks out against that. Yeah. Them same folks that still eating Chick-fil-A sandwiches. They help them to make money. Yeah. Some of them don't, but I, ain't, I wouldn't give up Chick-fil-A. I don't think I would. Chick fil A is pretty good. Yeah. Pretty decent. Yeah. But, uh, man, so that's an interesting topic that, man, maybe we have to come back and look at that topic yeah. again. I think the example of uh, maybe the, the, the eating the, the food that, part, that was part of the idol worship might be something to use with that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I support what Zeke has or has not done. Mm -hmm. If I cheer for him on Sundays, whenever he plays for the greatest team sure. ever, uh, or it doesn't mean that I support R. Kelly and whatever weirdness he's engaged in this month. Guess <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, this month. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I, I just saw a video of him uh, smoking a cigar and kind of uh -huh. choked on it. <laughs> it was like R. Kelly took another L. Because he's just because he's trying to he's trying to be. He's like the, he's he's a, I don't know, he's got to be close to 60. Maybe he's 50. I don't know, he can't But he's still that. trying to act like he's 18. Yeah. He's walking around dressing up like he's a superhero at times with all these different colors. <laughs> and it's just like, man, chill out. Accept your age, you yes. know? Yeah. Like, a lot of people have issues with accepting their age, and he is one of those people, you know? Yeah. Whenever, you know, age graciously. You know, be like Jay-Z. You don't see Jay-Z walking around <laughs> with big old jerseys and stuff anymore. He'll put on a suit yes. and he wears pants that fit. Yes. He yeah. sure don't dress like he used to. No, he doesn't. Uh, somebody has to embrace their age. Right. You know? I mean, and another thing that we were going to discuss today is a different topic now. Uh, a little bit more serious one. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows about it or has seen it <clears> on the news. It's Hurricane Harvey. Yes. Yeah. They say that the, the male hurricanes aren't as bad as the female hurricanes. Is that what they say? That's what they say. Yeah. That's why they say, that's why they, they named it that way. They give it a male name. It's not as bad as the female names. I don't know why that is. That's kind of sexist. I don't know why that is. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, why, that's why Katrina was as bad as Katrina was. Uh, but, you know, uh, the hurricane hit, you know, part in the southern part of Texas and Very parts hard. of Louisiana as well. Um, but the people in Houston, the residents in Houston were really impacted mainly because of the flooding that, that has taken place. Uh, I don't think the hurricane itself would have been uh, as um, catastrophic as it appeared to have been if there 
I don't know if their drainage system was is bad or, or not. I'm not from Texas. Well, I, I think whenever I think whenever it rains that much, there's no way the system is going to work properly. Because that was a, that's a lot of rain that fell yeah. there. Um, and then they said that the hurricane moved inland, then moved back, and then grew something and came back. And so whatever system you might have set in place, it's not going to be able to move that water quick enough. I think it was coming down more than it, than they could really, the system could really handle. Um it's a terrible situation. You see neighborhoods buried underwater. Yes. I've seen a picture of a dog uh, sitting on top of his owner's car, I'm assuming. So it looked as though somebody, they just, they got out of town. You yeah. know, they forgot about Fido. You know, they left him hanging. He was sitting on top of the car. It's a sad situation, man. It's, it's a very sad situation uh, for that to happen. Um, well, we are in prayers, much prayers for yeah. the residents in the city of Houston, for the families outside of the city of Houston who yeah. have family members there who are uh, going through that situation. I, I can attest to, um, I guess, being in a hurricane somewhat. Uh, I was a freshman in college when Hurricane Katrina hit. Uh, it didn't only affect New Orleans, it affected a lot of South Mississippi as well. Where I was in South Mississippi, um, was a Category 4. We was in the Category 4 area. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were without, no flooding, no flooding um, affected us, but more so just the cat- difference in the category. Because I don't think Harvey was only a Category 1. Um, I have no idea. Katrina itself got to a Category 5, which is the highest category you can go. Yeah, that was terrible. But the part of Mississippi I was in was in the Category 4 area. Right. Uh, so it was just as bad. Uh, lots but of rain, lots of they wind. probably were better prepared yeah, than Louisiana because those levees yes, is what yes, messed them up. Yeah, Mississippi was better has better preparation. I don't know the you know I don't I, I don't understand especially New Orleans because they're right you know near the Gulf of Mexico. It, what boiled down to was just poor leadership, poor planning, and then that that governor or whatever uh, I don't know the name, but. They just totally disappeared when it happened and yeah, really wasn't supporting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a terrible situation. I was in Phoenix at the time, so we barely seen rain. But I worked at U Haul at the U Haul National Call Center and I remember getting calls and they were telling us to tell people uh to not they they were telling us not to allow people to rent in that area because people were still in the U Hauls because they needed somewhere to live. Yeah. They were living in U-Haul trucks wow. on the back of them. Wow. Uh, well, I mean, people really had to do a lot of things to survive. Even now, you know, that stuff happened because people are unprepared. Yeah. Uh, people have to survive some kind of way. And the only way people feel like they're going to survive is by taking, you mm-hmm. know, they feel like that's the last resort. I don't think it is. I think good planning, good preparation uh, should be the focal point but some people take advantage of those opportunities oh yeah as there's, it's going on there's right always going to be the ignorant yeah. folks that want to go and loot and steal yeah. and it's just it's insane like while everything else is is turning to nothing the first thought in your mind isn't food but it's to go and grab a flat screen tv yeah, no that's that's sure. stupid that's yeah. that's really just that's dumb so, and it's sad, you got people being rescued, but you got, you know, all of your emergency 
personnel focusing on saving people. They don't have oh, time yeah. to deal with people who yeah. are trying to loot and it's, stuff like and that. That's what, you know, one good thing that I saw out of this is that, and, and like I said, I haven't been on social media. Somebody came to me today after uh, Bible class and he was like, hey, I tagged you in something, blah, blah, blah. I haven't been on there in weeks, so I don't know what's going on social media, but it would seem as though the environment of uh, the talk has changed because people are now working together, no matter who you are. Because yeah. when you're all existing in chaos and you're all just trying to make it, it, it you have something in common, yeah. and that commonality can bring peace from the other stuff. Nobody's yeah. talking about which lives matter. Right now it is the first time in a long time where all lives truly matter. But you know what the sad part about that is? What's that? You know who ain't going to get the glory for it and who is? Ooh. God ain't going to get the glory for it. That's because some case. It's some case. Some people will. Yeah. But the American people going to see Donald Trump giving the glory, giving the glory yeah. for it. Or even they going to say it's America coming together. Uh, One speech that's not even written by him, words that aren't even his own words, are going gonna to be what gets credited. For helping and rescuing people, that's just our mentality in the yeah. South. And no, nothing against people from the North, but in the South, we help each other and we care about people. We can have a conversation with a total stranger. Yeah, Southern hospitality is a real thing. Uh, I mean, we see people lining up on the highways with their own personal boats to go help people. Yeah, that's uplifting news as well. Yeah. You know. I'm sure they were helping people no matter what color you were. Yeah, carry for sure. You black, you know, you need help. That's and that's true. That that's what God wants in, in the first place. Yeah. Now we had something that may be the most uplifting news of the night. <laughs> now Josh, he he brought this to my attention, and I think he 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 made it very evident that he wanted to talk about it because on our list of topics he copied it about uh, fifty thousand times. I have no idea how that happened. <laughs> I was just looking at them like, how did that happen? I have no idea. But uh, there is something that happened. Uh, you you want to play the clip? You know, it's a minute and 26 seconds. We can yeah, play, play the, the clip. clip. Play the clip. Now, this, uh, take it back to the beginning. Pause it. This right here is Louis. Fer or is it Louis? No, Louis, it ain't Louis. He calls it's him Louis. Minister Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. And uh, let's just take a listen to what he says here. Take a listen. I thank God for guiding me for 40 years absent my teacher so my next journey will have to answer the question I'm going to say I know that my redeemer Living. I know, I'm not guessing that my Jesus is alive. I know that my Redeemer liveth, and because He lives, I know that I too will pass through the portal of death. Yet death will not afflict me. So I say to the devil, I know I've got to pay a price for what I've been teaching all these years. You can have the money. You can have the clothes. You can have the suit. You can have the house. 
Josh, he told me about this. I didn't believe it. That most definitely sounds like him. That's that's him. That's the video of him. He's uh, circulating uh, around, man, and and is having people raise so many questions, and you know about really the context in which it is spoken. Because we only get a minute twenty six seconds. Yeah, that that's video. what I was thinking. I would like to hear the rest. Yeah, of it. I want to hear it in the full context of which you know he was was speaking about. Um, to really get a better understanding of his words, you know, that's what a lot of people are trying to, to see. I know, I think uh, I saw somewhere where people have been talking about that. It's not his first time talking about Jesus, talking about God in, I guess, in a positive light. Um, but Mrs. Louis Farrakhan is um, over the nation of Islam. Yes. Um, and, yeah. Something that Muhammad Ali was a part of, something that Malcolm X was a part of, and uh, his first words there 40 years after my teacher was in reference to uh, Elijah Muhammad. Um, and, and if you know a history about the nation of Islam, about what they teach, what they believe in, uh, I don't think that you would have a problem questioning or being like in awe of yeah. him confessing that he know that well, Jesus. the name is Jesus. Jesus to them would just be like a uh, prophet. Now, I did notice one thing when he was talking. And I noticed an inflection in his voice. He says, my Jesus. (laughs) And I'm thinking, okay. Now, I understand that Jesus, like me saying Jesus right now, if I was living in the biblical times... Mm -hmm. And I walk up behind 12 men and another man who is son of God in the flesh. And I said, Jesus, probably ain't going to turn around because mm-hmm. it ain't Jesus. Right? Yeah. That, that's not his name. Yeah. His name was r- roughly equivalent to, uh, well, it is the same as Joshua. Yeah. And in Greek, it's Yesu. Jesus, Something like that. And I was like, when he said, my Jesus, I was like, is he talking about somebody else being his savior? <laughs> And just trying to get some likes on videos. Yeah, I, like I, I gotta said, look further into that. Because like why said, would why would he after so long? But get, that would that would kind of conflict what he said after what he said that I know I gotta pay for what I've been teaching all these years. You know. But and then I want to know who is the audience. You know. Is that a group of Jesus believers or is that the Nation of Islam? That was the Nation of Islam. If it was Nation of Islam, they'd probably be booing him. That was the Nation of Islam. See, and that goes to show that's a group of people who not not studying for themselves. That's a group of people who are only listening to one man. And what this one man say must be true, has to be true, because he's been doing this for over 40 years. So he has to be closer than we are to, to, to God or to whatever they believe in. You know, it's just that's that's what it is. My opinion that mm-hmm. these are a bunch of people who have no idea or no sense of direction as to finding out the truth. Yeah. You know. I want. I want. To, I would like to hear the whole thing. I am yeah. shocked that he would say that, yeah. knowing that the way that the media works today is you don't take the whole, you take a clip and make it into what you want it to be. Yes. So. Yeah. He seems smarter than that to do that. Uh. Well, at the same time, he might have did it for clickbait. If he actually is a Jesus believer, then great for him. Yeah. Well, 
I'm wondering what's behind <laughs> that. That's really. You know what, man? I seen a video of, of Farrakhan talking, and uh, he slipped up and said a cuss word in his his sermon. Oh well, but everybody brushed it off and just you know. That's nothing new, cause <laughs> he's like it was normal. He's 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 a celebrity. Yeah, that's that's all. It's just you know to 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 some people he is God. You know he is their God, and I don't know what we can 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 do about that other than just you know if this if this is real that he does believe in, in Christ, man. Maybe maybe uh, God will send some. Knowledgeable Christian of the word to But this man has been at it forever. I know. That that's it's surprise you know, I'm lost for words too. It's just again, I, I don't wanna say a whole whole lot about, you know, because of the content. I don't we don't know yeah the complete we just have a mini twenty six second clip. Um, we don't know the full context. Right. It. Well it'll be in the internet soon. If that's fresh, yeah, the whole it'll thing be will be on YouTube pretty soon. Yeah. I want to listen to the whole thing because yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna get him in an interview and uh, he's gonna explain it. I'll definitely. Yeah. Oh, well, if he if he that. stays with who and the character with who I think think he is, he's talking about somebody else being his Jesus and his savior, and he's probably talking about facing the consequences. Probably something that the white man is doing. Because so. it's always that with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, I don't know. If it ain't trouble, then they ain't valuable. <laughs> Right. So, uh, him, Jesse Jackson, and and Al Sharpton. If it ain't some mess or some <laughs> contribute versus, then they're kind of pointless. So yeah. you got to stir up the pot a little bit yeah. with them. But I but, think he did. I think he, he. I think he know he stirs up. He oh stirred yeah. Up the pot oh yeah. yeah. I think he know he did. So I'm I'm interested to see. Uh, I didn't think. I thought maybe somebody else was acting like him, but that sounded exactly like him. That's him in the video. Okay. That's him in the video. Well, that is... Is that seven? I, I don't know. I think that's seven Top. topics. Um, I've already marked them off my list. Um, I did have another thing to talk about, but I guess if it's seven and I do eight, People might not be angry. Right now we're at minute 33. So maybe they wouldn't mind. Or maybe they would. If you if you do mind and you don't want another topic, you have a great day. Have a great night. God uh, bless you. Yeah, God bless you. Thanks for listening thus far. Yeah. But I do got something else. There's this 11-year-old girl. She just finished uh, lifeguard class, right? Wow. Just finished lifeguard class, and somebody's drowning, and this 11-year-old saves two people wow. in the water. Awesome story. Wow. I thought it was pretty cool. I think it was, I don't know where it was. Georgia? No, that was the name. But yeah, great news. I was just trying to look for uplifting stories this time around. Wow. But that, that was pretty cool. 11-year-old saving two people. So she... Either, I don't know if she grabbed two people. Well, you can't swim with no, holding two people. So that. she swam swam back out and got somebody else. And wow. saved. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. But that's all I have. You got anything else? Uh, man, our kids are going back to school. We have gone back to school. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we want to pray for a successful year for 
every school around this entire land in the country uh, that there be, be no uh, catastrophe to come from this school year because uh, it seems like every year man something, something very troubling and disturbing happens to our kids throughout this the school year so we just we just praying because they go through enough already as it is amongst their peers let alone someone else coming into the school disturbing their peace and their, their learning time. So just pray for our kids, pray for the kids all over this land and country, uh, especially those who are the household of faith. Pray for them all to have a very good school year. I agree. Help be blessed. Seven after seven. Thank you. We are the family of God. Oh, 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 yeah, Christ our Lord.